Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. This is America Unplugged. What is up, everybody? How's everybody doing? It's yet another week. We've made it. Congratulations to you. It's America Unplugged. Donald Jeffries is here. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Billy the Kid. Greetings and blessings. Tony, what's up, bro? Say what's up to your people, man. It's good to be here, Billy. Good to see you and Don. I, I just got off uh, talking to Charlie Robinson on his new radio show. And uh, so I'm, I'm warmed up. I feel like I might be smart enough to be part of this panel. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Donald Jeffries, the legendary. What's up, sir? Uh, well, it's great to be here as always with you, and uh, and I have no warm up, but uh, you know I, I, I'm coming in cold, so we'll see what we can do. Uh, that that that's that's better than than about ninety nine percent of the people when it's Don Jeffries. He comes in cold; it's you can't even tell. I I, I was on with with you know, what's up number six if he's around. I was on with them. We talked wrestling last night for about three hours. It was dope. It's WrestleMania weekend. The great Muda got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and I am a great Muda mark. I mean, I love the great Muda. Um, so that was dope, and we, we spoke about wrestling conspiracies. We had a fun time um, with uh, Chris Graves and, and, and Chuck Ocelli was on, on, on the panel. We, ha we had fun talking about wrestling. And uh, this morning I was on with Charlie as well. Um, I was on in the first hour. Tony was on the second, so I'm, I'm pretty warmed up. You know? Uh, you know, I have to do it in order to hang with these two ladies and gents. So here we go. This week was interesting to say the least, right? Of course, you know, we're going to talk about your boy, your boys, your, your boy, Mr. Donald Trump. Um, and uh, and uh, potentially, uh, but well, he got invited, he got indicted. So, uh, he's he's uh, you know, he's gonna show up on Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, Vengeance Day, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. That is going to be a circus. And I, I said this on Charlie's show. I'm, I'm going down there on, on Tuesday. Lord willing. Let's see how I'm feeling, what's going on. Anything can change. But, but I think I'm going down there. I'm going to try to get some footage for America Unplugged and show it the next week and see what happens. But as soon as I see some January 6th nonsense shenanigans, as soon as they start opening the doors to the court and saying, come in, I'm running in the other direction. <laughs> All right, just, just giving you guys a heads up. So we're going to talk about that. I think it's important to talk about uh, um, what's going on with the dollar. And we've been covering that heavily here in on America Unplugged channel. And then Tony, Tony's the, the go-to on this sort of shit. Um, so I, I, I want to talk about that some more. Um, and, uh, and Don has some stories he wants to bring and talk about as well. Um, so here we go. All right, let's, let's start with, uh, I, I guess we should start with Donald and, and get him out of the way. Um, so what are you thinking, Tony? Uh, He's been indicted. It's happened. Um, and uh, he has to come here on Tuesday. Back to New York. He's made it. He's made it back. He's going to be fully accepted by New York. We're going to embrace him. We're going to be out there protesting for him. You know, we're going to be like, hey, free Donald Trump. 
you know, um, you know, um, that's not going to happen. Most likely. Let's see. I heard that there are buses being bussed in from from New Jersey and different states to come here and support Donald Trump. I mean, I guess I guess there'll be some people doing that. It's going to be a, 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 a crap show, to say the least. Tony, what are you thinking? Well, I just certainly hope he gets the same support that he showed the J6 prisoners. Oh, I hope that they I hope <laughs> people reach out like he's reached out with his fortune <laughs> to help those that are rotting away in jail, that, uh, you know, indefinite detention by our overlords. I hope he gets the same the same treatment. But I will say um, in this new fresh hell of our politics, I, I, I wonder what level of, of PSYOP we're in. I always say that because, you know, I'm supposed to pay attention to to what's happening to Donald Trump. But I, I, I look at this, Billy, and, and I think some of these pundits are right. And I'm wondering if this isn't the point all along is to, to continue to put him in, in a martyr uh, status to where his poll numbers go up, his donations go up. The, he further polarizes uh, the base and polarizes the Republican party. Um, I don't like the Republican party. I used to be a part of it. I, I know what it is. I've seen some of the inside baseball, so I'm not going to uh, to support them. But they are the only thing. They are the only entity right now uh, politically that's pushing back against, uh, and I'm talking about in, in that you can vote for, uh, that's pushing back against uh, the, the globalist uh, Great Reset. So that just further hurts all of us. And so all of this is, is an extension of the, of the left-right paradigm to, to further divide us to where we can't push back and uh, where we can't, you know, have any sort of coalitions or coming together to, to, to stop World War III or to stop the the destruction of our dollar or to stop the, the, the giant surveillance state in the 15-minute cities and the Great Reset and all that stuff. So uh, what's going to happen to Trump? Uh, I really don't care. Um, I mean, again, I, how much of this is a show? I, you and I talked about this yesterday, and I'll close with this. This is an open question. I really, I really want to know this. Do the people that are going after him, do they, do they really, do they, are they going after him for policy because he gives them everything they want? So I don't know that they're. It can't be policy. You said yesterday it's because he's so unlikable, and I'm like, is that is that it? Yeah. Is that just the only? It's just, it's just he's unlikable. Um, I don't know, but I do think that um, this is this is going to increase his chances if not solidify his chances of being the um the gop nominee oh i mean i don't think he needed this to be the gop nominee i do yeah you think so yeah. i don't think that DeSantis stood a chance i don't think he stands a chance even before this like his uh the poll numbers for trump were, were way if you believe the poll numbers trump only believed so at this point let's believe them you know 44 to 27 percent I think it would have crushed uh, DeSantis. Nobody wants Donald Trump light. They want Donald Trump. They want the real deal. He's still around. Let's go get him. Not, not, not DeSantis, because DeSantis is, you know, not very good. Kind of weird looking. He looks like like the dude from the Minions, you know, uh, the, the the head Minion guy. He kind of looks like he's a weird looking guy. He doesn't have. I mean, he has some charisma, I guess. I mean, Donald Trump just hasn't beat on all levels, but. Right. Uh, this uh, does serve to reinvigorate uh, his base. It does serve to maybe bring back some of the people that went away, you know, that decided I'm not messing with this. But it doesn't bring bring into the fold anyone that already was opposed to Donald Trump or hates Donald Trump. That's not going to happen. So the martyrdom here, 
right? Is 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 uh and and I've heard this pushed in the mainstream. I think Lindsey Graham came out and said something. Um, a couple of other people said something similar that that uh, this is going to only serve to to you know make him more popular, and it will, but only amongst the people that already like him or have liked him. That's it. Um, so it it serves to you know pour more concrete on an already existing divide. That's all it does. It's not going to change things. So um and and what it is going to do is um add fuel to the fire that Donald Trump started when he says. Uh, I, uh, I'm i going to be robbed of an election. He, he's already laying that platform now. He's going to get the Republican nomination. He's going to lose the election again. And when that happens again, it's going to be, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen because people are autom- already believe the election hasn't even taken place. And people already believe that it's going to be robbed from him, that it's going to be stolen from him. Like this guy can't lose an election on his own. Like this guy isn't unpopular enough with a lot of Americans to actually lose an election. I don't understand it, but it is what it is, what it is. We will see what happens uh, come, uh, Lord willing, we will see what happens on in, in, in 2024. But I think that's what it serves to do, Tone. Uh, um, and, uh, and yeah, I think it's a foregone conclusion. Who is beating Donald Trump? He's getting, he's getting the nomination. The Republican Party needs to do its best to separate themselves from Donald Trump because they will continue to lose if they, if they uh, hitch their wagons to this guy. They need to cut their, cut their losses now. I don't think DeSantis could do any better right now. I, I think it's, it's a real problem, especially if Michelle Obama decides to run. It's a wrap. And I think we can all agree on that. If, if she decides to run, it doesn't matter who the Republicans put up there. Really doesn't. Um, regardless, I want, I want your, your thoughts on this, Don. Tuesday, he's going to show up. They're going to hit him with a mug shot. You know, they might, they might, uh, they're not going to put any cuffs on him. They said, you know, the Secret Service doesn't want that, you know, but, but they're going to take some pictures, you know, and, and he's going to sign some, some autographs and, and he's going to come out and he's going to lose his mind on Truth Social. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. What's up, Don? Well, I think uh, it's, it's, you know, we have to wonder, first of all, if Trump understands exactly what is going on, because when in, he, in his typical style that has come to be what I call the Trumpenstein project, and I think it's all part of the script, he announced it, and I was an outraged, uh, you know, on his true social thing, he said that they were, uh, they were going to, uh, they had indicated him, not indicted him, indicated <laughs> him. So I don't know what indicated means, but I guess it's like uh, Kofifi that time and the hamburgers and all that. I mean, he's... This, this is all part of his act. I mean, nobody nobody can be that stupid, and he continues to do it. It's this on the surface, of course, the entire thing is ridiculous. Alvin Bragg, the DA, who is, uh, and I don't think it's any accident that this is a black man playing this role to take the giant orange man down. You know, this is all scripted. These are people who are selected for their roles. He was selected to do this, uh, and this the idea that they're you know coming up some ridiculous charge, which. <laughs> <laughs> to a porn star or stripper, whatever the hell Stormy Daniels was, uh, who I think she now claims they never even had sex. I, I don't, I don't even, so I don't, I don't know exactly what the money was about when she had, you know, come up with some, you know, descriptions of his genitalia and everything before. So uh, the idea, this is a misdemeanor charge and you know, these non-disclosure agreements, all these people, rich men do this all the time to women. Bill Clinton paid Paula Jones over $800,000. Nobody s- suggested he'd be prosecuted. 
not anybody. And if he had been prosecuted, if some DA in another state said, hey, you know, come on up here, Bill Clinton would have laughed at them. And his his real dream team of attorneys, because Bill uh, Donald Trump is the only person, the only one percenter in the world that has the kind of legal team that the average crack dealer on the you know on, the, on Southeast DC gets. I don't know where he gets these attorneys, Sidney Powell, and you know now this mm-hmm. this other woman who's suggesting you go up there. Look, this is this is obviously scripted Ron DeSantis to whatever extent he's a part of this production. I don't know, but at this point he's playing the rational, uh, the more rational version of Donald Trump. He's trying to, you know, be a little saner. And so he, he's doing what I said all along is that, uh, you know, why are you going to New York? You're a resident of Florida. And DeSantis said, don't worry about it, bro. I'll protect, even though you're calling me names and calling me desanctimonious and everything. I'll protect you here. You can keep playing golf. I won't extradite you. So Donald Trump has nothing to fear there. And this would be, guys, you know, we talk about, you know, Mary, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, people talking about a national divorce. We talk about secession. Here's your chance for a Fort Sumter moment without actually firing a shot. All you do is give New York a big F you. This is an absurd thing to begin with. The statute of limitations ran out on this. This is prosecutorial overreach if ever there was such a thing again to whatever degree this is real but and donald trump all he has to do is stay there he's protected by the governor he does it's not even his idea it's desantis idea so he doesn't even have to look like the bad guy so what does he do his and tucker carlson actually you know brought that up to his one of his new attorneys i can't remember her name but she's just as bad as every other one i've ever seen him she's horrible because he said about this and says no 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 no, we're, I'm, I'm advising him to go into that courtroom and make them look him in the eye. I mean, that's like release the Kraken stuff there. I mean, that's at that level. That's so stupid. It's beyond belief. Is this as, as if a New York court, anybody in that New York courtroom is going to do anything but convict Donald Trump again, like Billy Ray and I were talking, he'll probably be escorted out the side door to, to Epstein's Island or whatever with Epstein, you know, but, but afterwards, I don't think he's going to jail, but he will undoubtedly be convicted if he sets forth in that uh, courtroom. So if he has one ounce of sincerity in that giant orange body of his, which I don't think he does, but if he does, he will stay in Florida. If he goes to New York, he is letting every one of you millions of fools that continue to bl- and to give him money. You see what Lindsay, Lady Lindsay Graham did? First thing he gets, he doesn't talk about the outrage Good of the point. charge. Yeah. First thing he does is say, uh, he he shills for Donald Trump on the Hannity to give more money to him. I couldn't believe that, Don. Like, I mean, the guy's a billionaire. Right? Yeah. He's, a, he's a billionaire. Yes. But the, and and this guy comes out on television and he's like, listen, man, we have to get behind Donald Trump. We have to give him some money. Please go donate. Go, go get some money because, I mean, he's being dried up. All these attorney fees. I'm like, really, dude? You expect me to believe? I mean, yeah. people do it, so. Go ahead. And, and what, whatever he's paying these attorneys, he's doing, I mean, again, they're they're public defenders. They're not even at the level of public, except they do spend <laughs> he more. Still than haven't even paid Rudolph Giuliani. I'm no, sorry. No, and, and he doesn't pay him anyhow. Yeah, so right. he didn't pay Giuliani. What I don't know what happened to Giuliani. I guess he wishes, you know, man, he's going back to the golden days of being covering up for 9/11. But I mean, I don't know what happened to that guy. He's pretty much disappeared now. But uh, you know, but you don't want to be associated with what happened to uh, Lynn Wood top attorney in the United States, Perry Mason. He got with Trump and he lost his mind. And it, I mean, it has, I want to know if Trump has ever, has his legal team ever won a case in any courtroom ever? All they do is lose. 
<laughs> so I'm sorry. It's like, so I mean, the idea that they would cons- trust, especially this courtroom, this guy, this DA, DA was on the record publicly saying he was going to get Trump. He was going to prosecute him, which again is that's unethical and he should be investigated, but it's all part of the show. And that's, this is what the Trump haters, the Trump trans said, this is, they're going to throw them some red meat. Although again, I don't think he's really going anywhere, but they're going to excite right. them. And, and it, whether again, I don't know if I agree with you guys, this is going to resurrect his campaign. Maybe it will. You know, I, I, I uh, some of these people on Fox were saying how oh, Tr- Donald Trump's mugshot, man, it's going to go up on college dorm rooms and he's going to like all these radical you know, celebrities in the past that, that had mug shots. It's like, really? You think that? I, I, I don't know. I just, I can't see that, but that's what they believe. And they believe, yeah. and the thing is they trust in the electoral process. And this whole thing, Trump's main story, he's, he's on the verge of being prosecuted in Georgia as well, too, for yeah, basically yeah. Co- complaining that the election was fraudulent. Now that's the same state where Stacey Abrams has basically said she's the real governor for years, the same state. So, uh, but again, Donald Trump doesn't even point that out. And it's all, and you saw the lead, uh, the head of the grand jury there, that TikTok girl that looked like, you know, would oh, you yeah. want somebody like that? He's that's that's yeah. the grand jury that's indicting him. So it's going to be, it could be an Alex Jones type thing. Well, they're just keep indicting Trump all across the country. Maybe they'll convict him in every state of something. I don't know. Until, uh, you know, the people with TDS get their, their fill. And then, uh, you know, like I said, I, I wouldn't put it past him to have Nancy uh, Pelosi come out and flog him in the public square so he can you know, lift a whip at this point. But I, 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 I don't know what they're going to do to this, but this is a show. And Trump people, please, if you're still supporting him, read what I've written about him. He doesn't, at, there, he doesn't respond the way anybody, especially in his position, would. This, first of all, as, as Billy Ray pointed out, he's supposed to be a billionaire. Even if you believe the people that hate Trump say, well, he's not a big, okay, let's say he's greatly exaggerating his wealth. He still must have millions. So he ought to be able to pay a top legal team, right? I mean, why can't he get a dream team? Where's Robert Shapiro? He did a pretty good job for OJ. That's, that's the guy I'd want heading up my team. Instead, he continues to get these people. Nobody's heard of like this woman who give him the most awful advice in the world. And I think that's part of the the, the show because even them giving the vice Trump ought to have enough sense. I mean, Trump, yeah. he could just do what he did as president, play golf, continue to do that and, and let them come get you on the golf course. It's, it's not going to, but it, this, that would be a Fort Sumter moment. If he just said, if they just said that for, it would be for once the stupid party standing up and fighting back a little bit and it's risk-free because I mean, the worst that can happen is that somehow they'll force, but if they do that, they're overstepping their bounds because they have states' rights. This is a chance for them to make a vote. But Donald Trump, I don't believe there's one chance in a billion that he won't go up to New York because he's part of the production. And I'll eat my words. If he doesn't go up there and stay in Florida, I'll say, you know what? I guess he has one a little ounce of, of sincerity in his body. I don't think he does. And for all of you out there, hope because if he goes to New York, he's he, yes, he's not really going to be serving time in jail, but he will lose because he loses every time he goes into courtrooms. Except for, you know, before he was a politician, he won all the time. Like, and if you, if you want to see, I wrote about in Survival of the Riches, how he, uh, there was a uh, contestant uh, way back when, people forget about that, in his Miss Universe, whatever the pageant he ran was, who claimed it was fixed. It's like the NFL, the NBA, and everything. <laughs> but it claimed it was rigged. And Donald Trump was so incensed that uh, he, he sued her over it. And, and of course, he won. Now, he wouldn't win anything now because he's become Trumpenstein. 
He's not Donald Trump, the billionaire who can't lose in court because rich people never lose in court. You just saw Gwyneth Paltrow. Was that a shocker or what? That she won in court? The people that are rich always win, except Donald Trump, who never wins. What does that say? Because he he is the the uh, the symbol of opposition to the corruption. When we know he's not, but he's Goldstein. Read 1984 again. He's Emmanuel Goldstein, except for he's actually seen in public, and he continues to have this kind of comic uh, comic attribute that uh, to him that you know get where he spells. All you need to know about how real he is is that he said he's going to be indicated. I mean, come on. How do you take anybody seriously? This this is, again, supposedly, uh, obviously, an IQ of 160 or something like that. He doesn't know how to spell, spell indicted. He doesn't know how to spell hamburger. He came up with Kofifi, which nobody even knows. Apparently, it was 8,000-degree 8, 8, chess. The people that love him claimed he was it was symbolic of something. <laughs> what? I don't know. Please stop supporting him. But... Don't support what they're doing in his name because it's the same thing with Alex Jones. Symbolically, they set a terrible example, but this does set a horrible precedent <clears throat> because it makes it possible now for if a real populist comes along, if somebody really comes along and somehow gains notoriety, as unlikely as that is, they now have these precedents. They can slap them down the same way. And that's what we ought to be concerned about. But until then, it's just it's just a show. Damn, Don. I mean, it's just like, what else is there to say? I mean, you you completely <laughs> knocked it out of the park, in my opinion, man, one hundred percent. Listen, uh, it, 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 this is all in large part. It's a show, you know. And, and but well, to Tony's point, right? That Tony was talking about that, you know, um, people, you know, that I said actually that people, you know, um, just really don't like this guy. Um, that. That's really a part of it. And, and, and I, I can say that because I live here and, and I've seen yeah. people get up and go vote who have no interest in the political process. Yes. None, yeah. none. But they hate this guy so much that they got up and did it. Yeah. You know, they like, and I remember standing online because my, my wife went to vote. You know, I went with her. You know, standing online, I started talking to people inevitably because, you know, what else am I going to do? And I'm like, <laughs> why are you here? They're like, oh, we got to get this guy out of office. Yes. We got to get this guy out of office. Yeah, they was, well, you're right. And that's what I've said many times. That the Re Republicans act as if just, and this, this is why they're the stupid party. They th still think it's 1950s America. Mm -hmm. and they, they don't understand, first of all, the demographic changes that they helped happen with their open borders policy and their mm -hmm. lust for cheap labor. They don't understand that, that most of the immigrants, the vast majority of the immigrants are voting for the Democrats because they're pandering them and making them promises that they never keep, but still they're making them promises. And the Republicans are, you know, talking about tax cuts for the wealthy. They're still, you know, again, living in the 1950s. They don't understand the hatred, whether it's justified or not. I think it's a Trumpenstein project. They're reacting to stimuli, and Trump's personality is out there, and it's it's the uh, lightning rod, and they hate. But to to sit there and think that that people legitimately aren't they're rigging that trump would have won in a, trump could never win in a landslide ever mm -hmm. no, no, no republican yeah. could win in a, now with the demographics away of the country even even if you had a guy that was clean as a whistle and made the most sense in the world the demographics have changed and you see the people out on the street i i say all the time it's like you know the mothers who are who are taking their four-year-olds to go watch a drag strip show they're voting they, so who do you think they're voting for? You think they're going to vote for Donald Trump? I mean, there are people. There's so many people like that. The pussy hat wearers, the people you see in the street. 
there's real hatred out there for him. So it's uh, that, but this is why it, it, this would have a, uh, they have a golden opportunity presented it to themselves where DeSantis, whether he's part of the production, he probably is, but still, I think he made a good political move because he offered the olive branch and said, even though you've been making fun of me and everything, this is wrong. I'm not going to recognize it because it's fraudulent. So I won't extradite you. We'll see if uh, Trump takes him up on it. Right, man. Um, Tony, I'm going to, I'm going to give you last thoughts on this before we move on, you know, um, but, but ultimately I think, I think, uh, I think Don's absolutely right here, you know, um, and, and at the end of the day, I think he's going to get the nomination because there's no one really, I, th I think uh, they, they, even Fox news ha has shifted towards DeSantis trying to get him into office and it's just not working. It's just not going to work. Um, so I think, I think, I think he'll get the, the nomination, but, but for what, to what end, what's going to happen here? It's not going to be good. Uh, I mean, well, either way, it's not going to be good, but it's not going to be good for Donald Trump is what I mean. This is the, you know, you said, you said something, I'll touch on this and, and then we'll move on. Don, Don said, you know, they're going to have their, you know, the, his mugshot. It's going to be on college dorm rooms and on, on shirts like Che Guevara or something. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and there'll be some of that. But there's a, this is not 2016. Trump has, has lost a ton of steam, um, even though they're trying to get some of it back, and they will with this, right? But in 2016, there was the, the aura of the unknown. He was fresh. And what is he going to do? Is he really going to do these things? You know, wow, this guy's going to be revolutionary. He's going to lock up the Clintons, all this other stuff, man. Oh, my God, you know? We had four years. We know what he did, yeah. right? A, a lot of people that that are part of the Trump cult will continue to be a part of the Trump cult. But a lot of a lot of those people have separated themselves, and some yes, of them are yeah. backing DeSantis. Some of them are backing other other candidates. Nobody backs Mike Pence because he's spineless, right? And, and no one believes him. He 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 came out and and defended Donald Trump. And it, dude, the guy tried to have you killed, bro. Like grow a set. You know, like, I mean, so, so no one, no one, um, no one respects uh, Mike Pence. It's going to be Donald Trump. He's going to be the, no the, the nominee. And uh, inevitably, inevitably, he will lose yet again. And here in the alternative, we're going to be responsible for uh, uh, upholding, like Atlas, the conspiracy theories that this dude didn't lose the election that it was stolen from him. And remember, it's 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 2023 right now. Remember when I'm saying this because it's going to happen in 2024. Listen. He's going to lose. Legit. He's going to lose. This is rigged in a completely different way. This is rigged in demog in demographics and psychological operations. He's going to lose. Is it rigged? Absolutely. But he's not going to win. That's just the end of it. All right, Tony, if you have something different, uh, let us know and then we'll move on, buddy. Well, it's hard to improve on what Don said, but I would add that I think it's pretty obvious at this point that Lindsey Graham always wants to be behind Donald Trump. I think we can all see that. Uh, uh, I think that's pretty obvious. Um, you know, was it H.L. Mencken, Don, that said no one never went broke, uh, underestimating the intelligence of the American right, people? Right. Um, I love my country, but uh, I recall a time not too long ago when the pro-Trump forces online, I remember watching this with like, 
uh, feeling like I was going to have an aneurysm was the the memes of like Bill Barr scaring the establishment. I'm like, <laughs> Bill Barr is yes, the attorney for Lon Harucci. He's a C- CIA insider yes. working for George H.W. Bush. Do you not know who this guy is? The guy who defended the sniper who murdered Vicki <laughs> Weaver holding her right. child. Right. Okay, and right. he's your savior. He's the one that's going to roll. He go- his <laughs> wife goes to Sunday school with Robert Mueller's wife. Yes. I- I, I kept going, what are we doing here? That is the sickness. That is the psyop, right, the, of all of this. And it, it, it is, it's demoralizing if you're us because we're like, okay, can we get past this? Can we talk about big issues? Like right now, we're going to go, we're going to go move, pivot from this to the real news because the real news is what's happening geopolitically with currency, with the markets, with the shifting where power is shifting to. From the West to the East, it's happening in real time, ladies and gentlemen. It's no longer theory. It's no longer the, you know uh, a, a simulation that's out front that's going to happen. It's happening now. But by all means, DrudgeReport.com, uh, you know, 34 counts. I'm with Don. The guy, the, you know, you look at uh, Stay in Florida. Just put your middle finger up and do like, I'm not even going. But you're going to go because you're going to be a T-shirt. Right. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. And if, if he if he's the leader, if he's the leader of the opposition, which is what he's pretending to be. Right. And what people think he is. This is I mean, they presented him with a golden opportunity. This prosecutor did him a favor because this is there's no easy way to have secession. I don't think it could be possible, but this isn't really that. But it's a Fort Sumter moment, because if he if he which he's and he's protected, DeSantis is given another golden opportunity. Hey, it's not going to be dumb Trump saying I won't do it. DeSantis say, I'm not going to extradite you. This is wrong, even though you're making fun of me and I'm your competitor. <laughs> but Trump, again, this, but Trump won't, Trump will, he never does every time we saw throughout the presidency when he, when he had his fake bout of COVID, when he allegedly have COVID, everybody thought oh, he's going to take hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, the stuff he's taken up. No, he goes and takes Regeneron that he has financial interest in along with Fauci, his alleged enemy. And and brags about it on TV, Regeneron. And he said like 10 times, Regeneron, take it, it's great. And again, his followers had kind of scratched their heads, but he did that throughout his administration. The Clintons are good people. We don't need locker up anymore. You know, the, he, he did it over and over again. No, no, we're going to have, uh, we're, you know, I'm not really going to get rid of the dreamers. You know, that kind of thing where DACA, we need to make DACA work. I mean, he, he did everything he said, and then, you know, he he uh, he doesn't uh, pardon his a final f you to the people. He doesn't pardon Assange and Snowden. Everybody, nobody would even criticize him for doing that. Right. But no, he pardons uh, some friend of Snoop Dogg's who hates him, who hates him, and made a video talking about killing him. Snoop Dogg talking him into to, to pardoning the president of Death Row Records. So this the he always does what he's what his followers think he won't do and no matter how many times he does it they remain faithful so here he should stay in florida he's got a golden opportunity to say f you new york he won't do it he'll march up there with his dumbass legal team and he'll lose in court like he does every time he's too proud he will yeah. never <laughs> never <clears throat> take a hand well not, let me not say ever but certainly not now Take a take a quote unquote handout from this sanctimonious over in Florida. Like, oh, <laughs> do that. All right, man. Let, let's let's shift gears, man. Next next week, let's see what develops. What's up, Wayne McCroy? I see. You. What's up, Mr. Agnelli? I'm dropping my my episode with Agnelli uh, today with Mr. Vince Agnelli. It was dope, and I'm, I'm gonna put it up here too. We have footage of it. Uh, the the guys from Knights of the Storm should tune in. 
because Mr. Agnelli has a message for all of you. Um, but um, so tune in. Make sure you make sure you see the video uh, of it. Um, all right, let's do it. Um, so we're ditching the dollar. <laughs> it's over, folks. Uh, I, I should have put out a uh, what is it? A bidia, bidia, bidia. That's all, folks. You know, and, and throwing it up. Uh, that's what it looks like, man. I don't see a way out of this, even though I, 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 I was, I was scouring the interwebs and I found this one article. It didn't allow me to read the whole thing because, uh, I needed to pay for it and I'm not doing that. Um, but, um, it, it spoke about how the only uh, way that the dollar could lose is, is, uh, it's a world reserve currency is if Washington allowed it. So Washington, well, Washington is allowing it, right? That's the whole, but I, I still wanted to read what was going on there. But but China's doing it. China, China is is moving. Um, and and to be honest, we're directly responsible for it. What else am I gonna say? We've spoken about it, we'll continue to talk about it. I'm gonna throw it to tone before I give my thoughts on any of this. We we have a problem, right? It's going to happen. We've we've been diagnosed, it's a positive COVID test or whatever, whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, um Terminal cancer, it, it's happening right now. The, the symptoms are evident. What do we do? What's going on? Yeah, I feel like I'm uh, a dean who worked for Nixon. You know, there's a cancer on the presidency and it's growing. <laughs> um, th th there's a cancer on our currency. It's malignant and it's terminal. And this has been going on for a long time. And this has been an inside job. You can go look at the timeline of when we went off the gold standard in 1971, uh, the, the inflation that ensued, uh, the rise in the price of commodities, so-called. People say, well, the rise in commodity prices were real. They really weren't. It was the loss of purchasing power. It's an inversion is what you're looking at. It's a, it's a transfer of wealth. Um, it's one of the, it's the largest transfer of wealth in the history of mankind. I mean, if you combine everything that happened since the 1970s, so we lost our manufacturing base that was transferred eastward after the uh, trilateral commission was, was, uh, was born in 1973, two things happened. Uh, we, we, we ran our last trade surplus and Roe v. Wade was enacted. Uh, that was something that happened. Uh, I think those things go together. I talked about that with Charlie Robinson this morning, uh, Roe v. Wade, you have an entire generation of Americans that are missing. Um, that, you know, it doesn't matter if you're white, black, brown, doesn't matter. Those are missing people that would have been here. They've been replaced by insourced people from the third world. If you lay those two numbers over both legal and illegal, it's about the same number. So it's an inside work. Um, the dollar and what people don't understand. Uh, and again, I, I learned something new every day, the difference between currency and money. There's a huge difference. A currency is like a current, like an electric current, like a shark. If it stops swimming, it dies. Uh, those who take uh, part in the Ponzi scheme uh, are propping up the U.S. dollar. There's something interesting going on right now, and I'm going to talk about Xi Jinping and, and uh, Vladimir Putin here in a second. But there's something interesting going on with the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve has been raising rates. And a lot of people say, well, nothing like it was in the 70s because Paul Volcker raised rates to the, to, to the teens. And Don knows this probably better than anybody here in this panel. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I used to hear this from my dad, you know, that the interest rates on a mortgage were in the teens and, you know, yes. in the late yeah. 70s, early 80s. And that's because Paul Volcker, head of the Federal Reserve, was trying to stop what we were going to. We were headed for hyperinflation because we untethered from gold. Gold was thirty five dollars an ounce. Right. And that, that had been that way for 50 years before that. And then all of a sudden it's eight hundred dollars an ounce at the end of the 1970s. And people go, oh, well, look how gold went up. No, it's the loss of the purchasing power. 
Well, something interesting about that, and this is just a little bit of history lesson. Jerome Powell, head of the Federal Reserve, now has been raising rates, but he's done it faster than anybody in history. So it hasn't been the dramatic up to the teens move, but he keeps doing it. And it's little, it's incremental little by little. Meanwhile, the people like Jim Cramer and others that are used to this like fresh injection of the of of a hit from the, you know, it's like a drug addict. They need their fiat fake currency injection every six months or so. They, they're saying, well, the economy is really hurting. We're drying up liquidity. We're, we, we need this and we need QE. We need quantitative easing. The Fed's not doing that. The Fed is keeping the strong the, the strong dollar. They're letting the they can't do both. They can't save the economy and do the strong dollar. So I think they're keeping that that that. That's the statement being made right now. That's the battle that we're in because the people around the world that had used the dollar as, as their currency. Like when I went into Iraq, I watched the currency die in real time. I watched, I, I watched a currency die in real time. They had the, 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 the Iraqi dinar that had Saddam's picture on it that was in the banks and the, the Iraqi banks. They didn't have U.S. dollars. They had the Iraqi dinar. Saddam had U.S. dollars. He had pallets of them in his palaces, pal pallets. But I watched people go in and leave with boxes and nobody cared because the currency was dead. It was a paper currency. It went to zero. I watched that as a young man. So what I'm telling you now is that people around the world, 80% of all the $100 bills ever made are not in, this, not in the United States. They're outside the United States. But we have weaponized the dollar. We have uh, 40 sanctions in 36 countries. We did this to Russia, and this is what started this catalyst. You remember what happened to Russia's currency at the beginning of the war in 2022? First, it went tanked. Biden put on the sanctions. The ruble tanked. All of a sudden, they said, no, we're going to repeg the, the ruble to 5,000 rubles per gram of gold, and we're going to sell gold. We're going to sell our oil at a discount to countries like India, China, and you guys can buy it, uh, and we'll do it at a discount, and you can buy it for either you can buy it in rubles or you can buy it in gold. Because we're not taking the dollar anymore. It's candy wrappers. You realize how, I covered that on my show. Do you realize how huge that is? They don't even want our the, the currency anymore. They, they, they've, they've bucked the system. And that's what the BRICS nations are all about. So Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. Folks, Saudi Arabia has, been, has put a petition in to join the BRICS nations. That's over 50% of the world's population joining together economically to, to push back against our arrogant hegemonic dominance by our ruling class. And it's not only that, the worst part is, is that the ruling class knows what they're doing is going to have blowback. And we're all caught, we're held hostage by them. This is a controlled demolition. The worst thing you can do right now, as this transfer goes on, because it's going to transfer, the power is going to transfer from the West to the East. It's happening. And that, there's nothing you can do about it, except be prepared, understand that you could, there's probably going to be a lot of opportunity in the crisis. But your currency, when you look at that, that dollar bill, it's not going to be the same thing. It's not. It's never the same thing tomorrow that it was yesterday either, right? That's the history lesson they don't teach you in school. So you need to understand what value is. You need to understand what money is. And normalcy bias is going to get you run over like a freight train. Um, so I, I was listening to a discussion somewhere, and, and they were talking about how, due to the to the war in Ukraine and and what uh, what Russia did, and you know they're going back and forth over there. Uh, that uh, there was talk in 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 America to freeze uh, the Russian assets here. And they weren't able to do, or they, they there were people that were advising against it because uh, of the situation, because they were just gonna ditch the dollar or in, in, in the first place. They just didn't want to uh, further, you know, weaponize it to the point that that it was gonna be detrimental to, it's, it's evident that it's detrimental to us. We've lost the leverage. 
we, we, we've lost it here. And, and it's being openly discussed, not, not as much as I would like to see, but of course it's being openly discussed in the mainstream at this point for those who want to seek it out and see it. You know, it's on Drudge Report. It's just not the first story on Drudge Report. Got to look down, you know, and, and, and see if it shows up. Don Jeffries, what are you thinking? Well, certainly, I, uh, I would uh, don't even pretend to know about uh, the, our system the way Tony does. This is his wheelhouse, and he explained it very well. Certainly agree with everything he said. But I, I think that you know America's place in the world <clears throat> has changed quite a bit because uh, once we started the, especially getting into really with the, when the uh, neocons took over the foreign policy in the '80s, and then from the '90s on, we've just been meddling all over the world nonstop and getting involved. And in, you know, we're—I mean, we, why first? Why are we in Yemen, for instance? You know, what? Why, why did we assassinate a wedding party in Yemen? That those the kind of things when you commit those kinds of atrocities for as long as we have, uh, who, who in the world would respect you? No other country's doing that. So we have that, to, and then you look at the. Uh, the clown show since uh, Biden took office, especially what does the rest of the world think when they see that guy, Sam, whatever his name is, that stole luggage, you know, the, 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 uh, the guy with the ball, the shaved head and the lipstick and the red mustache, you know, that's, uh, that's stealing women's. I mean, what, what is the world? It's, it's, are there people like that in other governments? I don't know. I don't, I mean, maybe, maybe England, you know, England swings, you know, like a pen. So England probably hasn't, but I, but I mean, other than that, I mean, look, the countries like Russia and China, the, the other powers in the world, what do they think? You know, China has, I can't remember the word, but they have a term that they've made up to ridicule American wokeness and that kind of stuff. Because it's, you know, it's anathema to them. They can't possibly understand. Where so when they see people like that, when they see Rachel Levine, when they see a, a, you know, a caricature of a human being that's in a position of prominence like that, if you, if you watch the uh, congressional hearings, uh, I've you know seen clips of them recently where I don't know how many people, apparently everybody in Biden's administration, well, they'll trot them out and Josh Hawley or some Republican will, will try to pin them down on basically what a woman is and none of them can say. And uh, and they all maintain, they seriously maintain with a straight face that biological men can give birth to babies. What does the rest of the world think when they see this? So it, it, it transfers over. Why would they have respect for us as a culture? They don't. And then to whatever extent they, they, they understand our money system, I don't know how many of them do because they all, was it every country now, Tony, except for Iran and North Korea? I think every other country has a central bank. And of course, we've had problems with those two countries for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but every other country has the, has the, the, uh, the Rothschild-style uh, <clears throat> central bank. But to the, re the extent that they understand it, why should they respect it? So why should they respect our money we're a comic society now. We're laughable. We have a. We went from you know the giant uh, grifter Trump to this guy who doesn't even Biden doesn't even appear to know where he is half the time, and he's the leader of this country. Why? Why would the rest of the world want our money, even if they don't understand that it's counterfeit? Why? Why would they? Why? Why should we be the backing of the world? We're not the shining light of the world anymore. Haven't been for a long time. So, this is just making. It official. I don't know what the currency of the world will will end up being, but uh, at this point, the, the, most of the world hates America, and with with justification. So why right. why should they want our dollar? Right, and you, so you talk about Venezuela wanting to join the BRICS nations. Why do you think that is, man? You know why? Why do you? Th There's talk that between Argentina and Brazil to have one currency for South America. You think they're not going to pull this off? 
you know, it's 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 just ha- like Don Don said and 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 Tony said. We we've done not we this government that does not represent us has done so many atrocities throughout the world. I, I, I'm particularly sensitive to what they've done in Central and South America, you know. And uh, there was an obvious blowback and obvious alliances that were gonna were gonna result as as a result of it, right? And uh, here we go. You know, and, uh, and now we see uh, who our leaders will be moving forward, ladies and gents. And uh, we're only taking uh, donations in in the yuan from from here on in. It's giving you a heads up. What's up, Xi Jinping? What's up, my dude? How you doing? <laughs> Always tuning into America Unplugged, giving us his support. All right. Check this out. We're moving on. Don, what did you want to talk about? Um what well, was I, want, I, I don't know much about him. You put me on this morning real quick, but it, it seems ludicrous. Yeah. Well, yeah, when we're, we're, while we're sidetracked uh, by the Trump, the Trumpenstein project, another uh, court case in New York is even more troubling and has tremendous ramifications. A New York jury, I think in Brooklyn uh, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, found uh, Douglas Mackey. Now, no, most of you don't know who he is. But he's just apparently some kind—I don't know—some kind of a right winger. He doesn't, you know, appear to have been any, you know, part of any organization really. But he, uh, like many people, put out funny memes, making fun of Democrats, you know, basically wokeness and all that. And uh, one of them he put out was really no more, uh, you know, as innocuous as most of them I've seen, and it was pretty funny. And it just basically put insinuated that. If you wanted to vote, why go? And he used a black woman. I don't know that there was a racial reason for it, but he uh, to stay at home, stay. Why? Why bother for the long line? Stay at home and vote and text Hillary. I don't. I don't see anything criminal in that. Well, apparently, you know, our our wonderful legal system did see something criminal in that. You know, and uh, the, he was convicted by a jury. And I, I tell all of you, believe in the jury system. Just study what these juries do, man. I mean, they can, you can they get it wrong hundred percent, pretty much ninety nine point nine percent of the time. They convict everybody, pretty much. They don't have any standard reason without, unless you're rich or famous, or they have you dead to rights and you actually did it. Then somehow they'll let you off. I, I've seen it happen over and over again. Maybe one day I'll write a book about the, the. I know Chris Graves wants me to do that, but anyway, they convicted this guy of what I don't know. I don't know what I think it was conspiracy to to suppress votes or something. This is oh just, just again, what kind of message is that saying? Cause meanwhile in Georgia, our illustrious former president Trump is going to be convicted for protesting electoral fraud. I mean, I don't, I don't know that was a crime, but uh, so this guy, you know, is being convicted on suppressing the vote, not, you know, party officials anywhere. And he could face up to 10 years in prison. That is an outrage. It's as bad as anything we hear from the January 6th defendants getting two, three, four, seven years, or my friend Victoria White maybe facing the prospect of 30 years for nothing. But this is uh, Lisa uh, Bellinger, you know, was on the show with her, the, the uh, uh, number six prisoners uh, podcast yesterday. And uh, we're talking about how bad the legal system is. And she ought to know as an attorney, but it's, it's one of the many things we talked about our money. You know, there's no what everything about America is is bottom bottom uh, tier now in the world. Our legal system. I don't know. I don't know what China's legal system is like. I, I mean, I'm sure it's bad, but I, I I don't. If if somebody was convicted of something like this guy was in China, and had to serve ten years, we would probably go. Oh, that, that damn China. It's terrible. You know. Of course, this is totalitarian society. Well, that happened here in America. If all all the people uh, you know that have been that have been convicted already and are still sitting in prison two years later, and as Tony aptly pointed out, without Trump talking about anything, 
he's still raising money for himself. You know, if Lindsey Graham got on there and said, you know, we need the money and, and get him to the January 6th defendants, well, I'll wait for Lindsey to say that. But um, so this is very troubling. And I people look it up and I don't know if this guy has an appeal or not, but, uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Trump, to the extent that he knows about Douglas Mackey, which I'm sure he doesn't, but maybe his attorneys, I say, oh, yeah, you know, maybe we're not, we ought not to go up to the New York uh, courts because uh, this guy here just got you know, 10 years for making fun of Hillary Clinton. So, uh, you know, you said lock her up for a long time until she became good people. So I, I don't know if we want you going in those courtrooms, but uh, it's just it's something that ought to bother everyone. It's, it's, it's just one of many things, but, it's each time they do this, it affects all of us because we all are in danger of that. Yeah. I, in everything I write and I, I try to make, uh, you know, light of things and make fun of things. I use humor. I've already, my, my thing I wrote on Substack yesterday of trannies and Trumpensteins, Trumpensteins, I guess I shouldn't have used the term tranny. I guess that's because it was flagged as hate speech on Facebook. So, you know, we're just this, this, we are beyond Orwell at this point. To- totally agree. Totally agree. And, and, and uh, we spoke about it a little a little bit off air. And, and this is the same thing Cambridge Analytica did, what these people yeah. were doing, in essence. You know, and uh, Michael Flynn's still running around. Nobody's locked him up. Yeah. You know, um, there's t- tons of people running around that, that were uh, intimately involved with that operation that nothing's happening. But this guy, 10 years, it's, uh, I mean, come, I, I don't even know what he did. Yeah, and, and if you read the articles, like I read one article before I came on air, really doesn't say anything, or it definitely doesn't provide any any proof. It just says whatever. You know, he did. You know, he he put up a meme that told people to go vote somewhere else, and that he didn't like Hillary Clinton. That's, I mean, that's all you really get from it. So I, I don't know, Tone. What are you thinking? Yeah, just another extension of uh, you can do it your own way uh, if it's done just how we say. Uh, that's, that's where we live now. We, that's, right. that's an old lyric from Metallica as a justice for all. Yeah. Um, but there, that's what we're seeing is a top down control of speech that started really with the, um, introduction of these, uh, DARPA funded Silicon Valley monsters that we're all broadcasting on. Um, you know, these are the, the new digital public square. And then you're starting to see people taken out and put the you know at least at least it digitally the the sandbags gone over your head and now you're you're going to to the digital getmo well now it's going to happen in in real life where you're actually going to go to prison uh for speaking out and i think that's the that's the fear i mean that's what they want people to shut up and they want people to 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 toe the line and all the rest and there'll be those of us who whenever will we're never going to shut up uh, we're going to continue to talk because this is what we're supposed to do. That's why God put us here is to talk about the truth and to, to the best of our ability to analyze what's happening. And I, I, you know, I feel, feel terrible. Um, but again, this is nothing. What's, what's new here. I mean, the, the J six people, I mean, I wouldn't have gone in the Capitol. I didn't go to Washington DC. I didn't, I, I didn't think it was real. I didn't think it was real at the time, but I had real world consequences. I warned against it. I, I was on the air that day talking to a proud boy. Was a friend of mine. He was there. I did. We disagreed on why to go, but but look at that. Look at that. Look at look at that. The country that we've become, and you know, um, and this is going only going to get worse. More authoritarian. You know, it's like either you have a constitution, either you have the rule of law, or you don't. There is no middle way. And then if, if it's like a, a law, I mean, a a law that is uh, somewhat enforceable or non enforceable or only subject to uh, to certain groups groups of people, it's not really a law. It's a rule. 
by the ruling class. And uh, that's what we have right now. And I think this is only going to get worse. But the more people understand this, uh, the better. And that's what we're, we're here to do is, is to, to expose these type of, type of things and warn people so that they can tell others and share information. Because it's really hard to control a populace that knows what you're doing. All right, man. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I think it's fair to say that we got problems. Um, don't we every week here? Uh, we try to point it out here on America Unplugged. Listen, we're getting up out of here. All right. I want to say what's up to everybody in the chat. Real McCoy, what's going on? Number six. What's up, buddy? I had fun last night, man. Uh, Tom Cooper, what's going on? How you doing? Denver is in the chat. What's up, Denver? How you doing? Um, Rhonda Tate. How you doing, Rhonda? Greetings. Good to see you. Uh, I saw Ann Chris was in there. What's up, Ann? How you doing? Uh, Angus Mustang, my dude, what's going on? Greetings and blessings to you. Vince Agnelli. What's up, Vince? Uh, who else did we have? We had uh, uh, Gardner Goldsmith. For some reason, sometimes I want to call him Guy Gardner, like the Green Lantern. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. He, he, he's so cool, man. Go watch Liberty Conspiracy, man. I try to tune in every time I can. Uh, the Knights of the Storm. I, I caught a little bit of that this morning. Guard was on with them. That was dope, too. Charlie Robinson's new show on a TNT Radio. Go listen to that. And, of course, his podcast. Patrick S. is in the chat. What's up, Patrick? How are you? Uh, who else do we have? Oh, I saw Colin. What's up, Colin? Why is on my dude? Uh, I, I'll be in touch soon. Um, Wayne McCroy was in the chat. I don't know if he's still here, but what's up, Wayne? I hope you're doing well. Um, who is over on YouTube, sir? Uh, we got uh, Harlan Stonewall, White Wolf, Bernay Sauce, Chris Buchan, uh, Man Dude Bro Buddy Friend Pal Guy. That's, a, that's quite a name there. <laughs> Good to have you here. Um, let's see. Chris, uh, Chris Graves was here earlier, and I saw. Uh, oh, of course, and we got Vince Agnelli over here under his uh, LB Bruin 79. And uh, I think that's it. Felix, of course. Felix, Felix, always is a, Felix is always the first one there, and then he disappears. Mary Hartman, <laughs> uh, Jennifer Whitehouse. Nice. Lots of good people. Uh, we, right. Oh, uh, Piedar Bach. I recognize <laughs> that name. Okay. So we have uh, lots of good people. And of course, uh, Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin yeah, are, yeah. are in the chat as well. Uh, they're listening. <laughs> All right, let's get up out of here. Um, Tony Arterburn, tell the people where they can find you. Um, website is arterburn.news or wisewolf.gold. Go check out Wolfpack if you want to learn about getting a membership to, to get gold and silver every month guaranteed. Uh, we pick your medals for you. You can even save a little bit. Go to wolfpack.gold or wisewolf.gold. Check it out. Don Jeffries, what's up? What you got going on? Uh, well, my books are almost uh, almost here. The COVID book, I'm waiting for Sherry Tenpenny's right in the forward. So uh, just waiting on that. Uh, it's probably going to be out by late April. I'll let everybody know about that. My Beatles book is on the verge being uh, <clears throat> published as well. And Hidden History will be down the road. Uh, Substack, please. Donald Jeffries at Substack.com. I protest. Subscribe to me there if you don't. And, of course, the website is DonaldJeffries.media. Very, very cool. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com and The Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcasts. we got some stuff coming for you. Make sure you tune in and subscribe and do your thing. And of course, America Unplugged. Every Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern, right here on Rockfin, americaunplugged.com, americaunpluggedradio.com. And anywhere you can find podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. Uh, and if you don't like it, go give that other less than five-star rating to someone else. Um, I'm, I'm sure, uh, what is it? Uh, 
I'm sure we can find somebody. Ben Shapiro, go give it to him. You know, <laughs> it, it's all good. All right, we're getting up out of here. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Every time you do, week after week after week, the audience keeps getting bigger. I love it. Thank you so much, guys. And uh, be safe if you're in New York or if you're coming into New York on Tuesday to support Donald Trump. Be very, very careful. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> We're hunting for wabbits. Okay. Be careful. Be careful, guys. Uh, I'll be out there. If you see me, say what's up. Say what's up to the kid. It'll be dope to see you. Uh, but I, I won't be uh, going into any courtrooms. I won't be pissing off any cops. I won't be supporting Donald Trump in any type of way. Um, and as soon as something breaks out, leave. Leave immediately. Otherwise, uh, you know, J6 New York, the 2023 edition might, might actually happen. Tony, hey, don't burn the place down while we're gone. Play us out, buddy. You got it.